Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. I'm your host, Daniel Lawson, and today in our study of Ephesians 6, verses 21 through 24, we are going to be looking at a church that walks worthy. So today's readings are coming from the English Standard Version, and I encourage you to follow along as we study. The passage reads, So that you may know how I am and what I am doing, Tychius, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are, and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace be to the brothers, and love with faith, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. So, in this passage, it's Paul's final words to the church in Ephesus. And just a recap of what we've learned throughout this series. We've seen that truth and love drive a church that walks worthy. And that's the theme of this passage. Truth and love drive a church that walks worthy. What we see here is first, a church genuinely cares for one another. A church genuinely cares for one another. Paul is not just trying to be famous. You know, you think of famous basketball players. Uh, like, say, Steph Curry or LeBron James. The way that they make their money is more or less by being famous and being the best. Not that, you know, in their business that's necessarily a bad thing. You know, the way you make your money is by, you know, being the coolest, by making the most shots. And not only that, but by being able to make the most money for your sponsors or what have you. So a But Paul is not like that. Because if he was, he wouldn't really care, you know, how these guys are doing. He would preach to them, certainly. He would want to, you know, come and to be like this preacher who comes, gets paid, and then leaves. Or he wants a following. But that's not just what he does. He actually sends a beloved brother. He wants them to be in contact. He says, so that you may know how I am, what I'm doing. Titus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. He wants to encourage the church of Ephesus. It's not just a one-time thing. He wants to know how they're doing. What we see is that we grow personally with our local church. Your local church, I'm hoping is not just this impersonal and cold experience. A church ought to be, and a healthy church is, a personal thing. It is believers who love each other dearly. You know, one of the hardest things for me as I go off to college, I mean, among other things, is leaving my church just because of the relationships that I built there. And when I look for a church, You know, the things that I'll be looking for are, how are the people? In addition to, are the sermons biblical? Which, obviously, that's really important. And is the worship biblical? That's really important. Do the people actually love each other? Do they listen to the sermons? That's another important thing that you need to be looking for. And we see in the church of Ephesus that they lived that out. They cared for each other. Unlike the workplace, where a lot of customer service might not be genuine, the church really should care. 
We really do care about each other. We encourage each other to godliness. And that's our second point. A church encourages one another. Paul sent Titus to encourage the hearts of the Ephesians. So we've seen that there's genuine care, but we also see that we encourage one another. Hebrews talks about how we should spur one another on to love and good deeds. And my question to you is, how are you doing that? Are you... Are you connected in a small group or in a Sunday school class? Are you finding ways to pour into those God has put in your life at church? Are you an encouragement or are you simply consuming? Are you just taking in the worship, taking in the sermon, but never pouring back? Because that's not the way the church should be. The church ought to be loving with faith to be filled with grace, to be encouraged. Just as Paul was concerned about encouraging his church, so we also must be concerned with encouraging one another. Is there someone who is in sin in your church? Instead of gossiping, how can you encourage them towards repentance? You see what we're doing here? Encouragement is not just, is not, you know, patting someone on the back when they need a prod. It is not being soft or babying, but encouragement is showing someone the grace that is in Jesus Christ and driving them towards that and away from sin. It's not gossip or slander. Paul was not about that. Paul was about encouraging churches, and sometimes that encouragement involves strong rebukes. But Paul did that so that they were encouraged in the gospel, so that they were encouraged to keep growing in their faith. And the last thing we see is true love with faith. That is what drives a church that walks worthy. Love with faith. What we believe unites us as believers. If you look in a church, you will find a lot of different people. You'll find rich people, poor people, black people, white people. You'll find all sorts of things that would normally divide. But what we see in a church is that there is unity possible through the gospel. There is unity possible through the gospel. That's what this book is about. It's about the church walking worthy of their calling. And as we walk, we walk together. We can love effectively when we know what we believe. Too much in our culture, we see a well-intentioned desire to encourage turn into, oh, no one can ever be wrong. It turns into, well, you know, there's really no such thing as truth, so everyone is just right to do what makes them happy. But we know Scripture tells us that that is not right, that people go to hell because of that lie. So we must step in and love effectively as a church by knowing what we believe. That is how there is peace towards the brothers from God. Through His Word, through the promises we have. And what we see is that we can walk worthy of our calling. Because we know the love God has for us, so we can love others. 
We need to be constantly filling our hearts with the love of Christ by meditating on the gospel, by seeing Jesus throughout scripture. We need to be filling up with Christ so that we can effectively witness towards others, so that we can encourage others and point them towards the gospel and give them hope for their life. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. If you have not already, I encourage you to go to our website, AdoptedBelievers.com, where you can find podcasts, articles, and other cool resources. And I wanted to just reiterate what our new schedule is going to be. We are going to play classic episodes, episodes that have already aired. We're going to air them again on Mondays and Fridays, so the same schedule we've had. But every other Wednesday, there will be a new episode. There will be a new episode that you know I record and that'll be the first time it's been aired. So stay tuned for that as well. The nice thing about having, you know, content from 3 years ago is that presumably you don't remember it because I mean, I I mean I feel like I like my teaching, but I don't remember what I talked about 3 years ago. So we're going to hear it again and I encourage you again Tell your friends about our podcast. It's a great way you can support what we're doing. Uh, seeing reviews is really great. Big encouragement. And reach out to me. Um, it's a big encouragement. You can do that at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com. If you got a question you want to answer, I'm happy to answer it. But without further ado, I'm going to see you all next time. <laughs>